0: Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne. Okay, so the basics is... And Adam. He's bounded now. Okay, space boomer. You can have either a cork or an aerator, and you can have an aerator that acts as a cork.
1: Okay. This is one of those. Hell yeah. What do you think they drink on these long-haul freighter flights? Toilet wine. I mean... (laughs) Would you like some Merlot? I make it in the toilet. Seriously,
0: like... (laughs) Because you know, you know they're not like supposed to have a lot of alcohol. You know, it's not like they have a a ration of rum every day, but at the same time, you know those fuckers are you know creating any kind of alcohol they possibly can to pass the time.
1: I mean, it goes on about how how long it yeah they're stuck Al- like years. And that's the thing. All of this, this whole episode is fleshing out boomer lifestyle. And yeah, finding out where where Travis is like. And uh, it's horrible. It sounds absolutely horrific. It sounds like something that they would make prisoners do as part of a (laughs) sentence. There
0: is no stockade, no guard tower, no electronic frontier.
1: Yeah. I, I don't get it. It, no. It's horrific. Uh, and we're supposed to like feel for these people. And mm-hmm. it's just like, nah, man. Like, no. not at this point in human history. Like, I don't think you have to do things like this. This uh-uh. is. It's terrible. Awful. Sort your fucking life out, mate. We open up with a couple of these uh, space boomers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in a big, giant uh, cargo thingy. Throwing a football, throwing the old pigskin around. Mm and they're throwing it crazy crazy far because there's low gravity in the at the bottom of the thing except that doesn't make sense because they go there later yeah. and yeah the gravity is exactly the same so yeah. this whole thing is kind of fun for a second well, it doesn't it, look like shit but it doesn't it, it, make any sense
0: that's true it may be one of those suspected sweet spots that milk toast described in the pilot
1: i guess but i mean he's not they're not like having to jump really high to catch no, it yeah yeah like it's still within like the reach of their arms. Mhm. What would that be like? Like your head is in 0G and the rest of your body is not.
0: I guess? That would feel pretty weird. Though. That'd be
1: bizarre.
0: That would really fuck with your sense of direction and equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah, they're duding it up. Couple of bros. Yeah, the younger bro expresses kind of con- kind of contempt for Earth. In like two sentences. Yeah. Like automatically, we know where he stands.
1: Yeah, he's an OEA member. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wait, was that it? Oh, was it OAE? What's the what are the who are the people in the in the belt? Oh
0: shit. Uh, Uh, I think they just call them belters. Yeah, no, they're
1: the belters, but they have there's like a the they're oh
0: the terrorist organization. Yeah, the
1: supposedly terrorist organization or whatever. Oh
0: god, I need to rewatch
1: that. Yeah, I I forgot. Da beltas, da plata, da belta, da beltas toil and suffer. Without hope and without end.
0: And for what? Yeah, it's really
1: weird. So then the they get attacked. It's there's yeah, uh
0: the ship shakes and they drop out of warp and are it definitely looks like they're getting their asses handed to them. It's a pretty, pretty not bad
1: space battle sequence. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm. And uh turns out it's Nausicaans. Coward, like all Starfleet. You talk and you
0: talk, but you have no grammar.
1: And we all remember Mm -hmm. Nausicaans because one of them shanked Picard. In the heart. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. They're huge. They're uh, super strong. They're really Mm -hmm. scary. They're super. They're fantastic bad guys. Yes. And we don't see them too much because they're not a match for anyone. Um technologically which we find out in this episode which makes total sense because the nausicans would make awesome generic bad guys you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but we Mm -hmm. just we don't see them that often
0: this is where the two uh appearances of them kind of diverge because in the in the episode where they shank picard they are much taller um than normal people you know humans um they're kind of dumb
1: Oh they yeah oh yeah.
0: You know they're kind of like you know and burr, 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 burr. big yeah. dog jot
1: yeah.
0: That exactly. <laughs> and and in this episode they're much more like, you know, along the same intelligence level as everybody else. Which mm, you know, I mean basically yeah. my headcanon is that like somehow they de-evolved. <laughs> you know, cuz there is. I mean there's like, you know, good hundred or so years at least between these two appearances so maybe they just kind of like you know only, only the dumb ones lived through something i don't know you That's know it's
1: possible maybe they like, got
0: taller and dumber
1: maybe like a um hey let's see like a virus swept through and killed all the smart ones
0: yeah and and the only the really tall dumb ones survived
1: yeah maybe like a a fascist government took over and they killed mm-hmm. all the intellectuals and <laughs> All the smart people and just kept like the dumbest fucks around. Yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. They went from yeah. like
1: being able to negotiate and shit in this episode to play dumb. Play John dumb. Too much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Scaring the villagers as they're chased with pitchforks and torches. Pretty much,
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they're always just exactly until this for until this reason. episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: it's just it's an example of Enterprise fucking with canon basically,
1: which they do a lot. It sucks. Like this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. is a is a bad idea to. Use the Nosikans for this when it's well established. We know what Nosikans are like, right? And we know how they talk. And it's not mm-hmm. this, and we know what they it's look not like, this. and it's yeah. not this. They look different yeah. in this episode. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, theme song
1: first. Oh, show me that smile. Don't waste
0: Directed by LeVar Burton. Yay!
1: Yay. Yeah, he's good. Um, His episodes here, I think he's only had one other one so far, Mm -hmm. uh, have been a little lacking, I think, overall. I blame the the scripts. (coughs) Oh, yeah, I I blame the script, too. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, much worse than that. Because he directed some great TNG episodes and Mm -hmm. um, some good DS9 episodes as well. Uh, I think from what I saw, he holds the record for the most episodes directed uh, by a former cast member. Nice. It's possible that Frakes passed him up because he's been doing Discovery. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to count them right now. I'll just kind (laughs) of throw that out there. (laughs) And first shot is Porthos. Yay. Finally. Yeah. I breathed a sigh of relief to be honest. Like no, I... having Porthos so early in the episode I was like, "Alright, yeah, okay." <laughs> <laughs> it just made me it just made me happy. I was like, "I need your Porthos." Yeah. <laughs> He's in the captain's quarters and the captain gets woken up and he has to put a shirt on and my wife Thank was God. like, "You know what? He's just not hot at all."
0: No, <laughs> I know. And they do a like a slow pan up his sleeping form and they are really working hard to make him a sex symbol and i'm just not <laughs> i mm, yeah. i think
1: i mean like we talked about that before like uh, some people find him hot like okay cool okay. i don't
0: know uh, uh thankfully he puts a, a shirt over his rather prodigious chest hair
1: what's like the right chest hair uh ratio look thing
0: it depends on the person um for him in this particular scene it's the way they... The lighting and everything, it just looked like a big old bush. (laughs) And it was just like... Oh,
1: Oh, you fucker! Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's just your job.
0: But yeah, and and so him and Admiral Admiral Forrest, who seems to be the only admiral in Starfleet at the moment, um, discuss how there's going to be better reception due to them dropping a subspace amplifier, and I'm like... Thank you, writers. See how easy it is to make things work in sci-fi.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's Two It's good wor- world building, stuff that they mm-hmm. have to do in order to build Starfleet as like a, a thing, an actual yeah. presence. And that's yeah. something that comes up uh, a couple times in this episode, mm-hmm. building Starfleet as a presence in this uh, area of space.
0: My thought was, uh, right after that, I was like, how does a sa- subspace amplifier stay still? Or does it? Does it just float around? Do they have it? You know, like keep itself stable with thrusters.
1: Yeah, I work? could see it. I could see it just kind of keeping itself stable, or they could yeah. pop it um, in orbit around something in Some the region moon or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they didn't really say, but I, I could yeah. see that working either. Either way, I could see that working. Yeah. They do mention the comet, like the Admiral's like, yeah. man, you sent back cool pictures of the comet and shit, and, uh, mm-hmm. which is great because I think that having sort of a balance between things being episodic where it's just like, okay, and then everything resets at the end, mm-hmm. like how uh, Voyager and I think most of TNG did, and then mm-hmm. ha- keeping things... Linear. It is not linear.
0: No. No. <laughs> It's not linear.
1: (laughs) Serialized. Working things in a larger story, the Mm -hmm. way DS9 got pretty good at. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's good. Striking a balance between those is good. Mm -hmm. uh, Because uh, this is before streaming got as big as it is now, where we just watch a bunch of shit in a row. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to keep uh, one story going. Mm -hmm. Back then it was still stuff that's on TV, but also... People were already cutting the cord and just getting a hold of DVD sets mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. watching DVD sets all in a row. So it's yeah, like, I know I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same here. Did Did you have this on DVD?
0: I did not. I ne- yeah, I never. By the time I got you know into watching this, it was already on streaming, and I just I didn't want to. I was like, I saw a couple episodes on on. You know, on regular TV, and I was like, "No, I'm good. I'll just wait till it comes out on DVD." <laughs> 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 I was like, "No, that's that's all right." Um, but but then I, you know, then Netflix came out, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just jump on that." So,
1: yeah, there you go. I stayed on DVDs for a good long while. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw this was on TV, and I told that story on our first episode mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about how me and my brother just yeah. roared <laughs> laughing at the at faith of the heart and oh. we're like they're, they're kidding right it's it's a gag right this is mm-hmm. this is some other show this can't be Star Trek oh. um yeah so I saw that one episode and was like done not watching this yeah so years and years and years later after I'd moved to Athens I had a neighbor uh in the apartment building that I had in normal town and Uh, She had all of these, like, on, like, ripped DVDs. Oh,
0: nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She
1: let me borrow that and watch those, yeah.
0: What I find interesting about this, though, is that Berman really hated the the idea of having the episodes strung together. He really preferred and pushed for episodic.
1: Yeah, see, he didn't learn his lesson. No,
0: he obviously fucking didn't. I mean, DS9 was huge. People yeah. loved that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It wor- it totally worked uh as DS9 went on and did more of that. Mhm. It was way better. Uh yep. Voyager, that's the pr- that was the problem with Voyager. Mhm. You know, as I watch Voyager now, I'm just like Yeah, there's not enough. Yeah, there's not enough of that. Mm-hmm. And uh apparently Berman was obsessed with just recreating TNG Yep. with Voyager and yep. I think the show kind of suffered for it.
0: It absolutely suffered for it because there were so many opportunities they could have they where they could have made it so much stronger and so much more character development that they just missed you know i mean at the very least they could have fucking given harry a fucking promotion yeah. good god that poor guy
1: i've been on voyager for almost 7 years and i'm still an ensign anyway yeah, yeah. anyway this show though so-
0: They go, they, uh, Forest Admiral, Admiral Forest, whatever, um, has some go check on the freighter that we saw in the cold open, uh, because otherwise it would be three weeks before they could get anybody else to go to it. What I liked though, is that Ahab was like, yep, we're going. Okay. Anytime. I'm just going to assume that Forest transmitted the coordinates some other way because he did not say them, you know? Like, there was no indication of where this ship was.
1: That's true. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> turn around back and then... Go a little bit left. You go down that way is a way. Turn where the, the Kmart used to be. And oh, and there's
0: a Waffle House. If you pass the Waffle House, just go to the next left.
1: <laughs> Not that Waffle House. Now the other one.
0: The other Waffle House. The nice <laughs>
1: Waffle House the georgia sector of space
0: right Yeah,
1: about a tape. but
0: yeah so like he did i'm just gonna like i said i'm just gonna assume that they give him you know the coordinates some other you know way like transited them to the
1: to hoshi or something you know so then we're over at the coffee table i like when it starts at the coffee table I, i'm hoping that this continues because this is uh two maybe three yeah mm-hmm. two in, no two in a row where yeah they're at the morning staff meeting around the coffee table, and yeah. I like it. I kinda, I kind of, If we can keep starting off episodes with our setup and exposition this way, I, I'm i into it.
0: Yeah, and, and then, of course, we find out that Milk Toast was conceived on a ship very like this. Because what? We didn't know he was lived on a freighter before this?
1: Oh, Milk Toast Jesus and the Freighters. Christ. Milk Toast and the Freighters actually could be our first band name of this.
0: <laughs> Milk Toast and the Freighters.
1: Actually, I really like uh, that.
0: I like that too. Yeah.
1: I'm going to uh, add that to this note so I don't forget it later because <laughs> I think it's better than everything else I came up with. <laughs>
0: yeah. Right. Me too.
1: Yeah. He he
0: does manage to squeeze out some helpful inter- information about like their weapon weapons capability and lets them know that they probably have more than standard weapons because of highly, you know, hauling dilithium and all that. So
1: and he tells everybody his parents banged a lot. Yeah. On the, hey, thanks. On the freighter. Yeah. That's great. Thank thanks, you, sir. Man.
0: Cool, dude. So the enter poopy catches up to the freighter, and they are in very bad shape. The warp is offline, and multiple systems
1: are fucked up. Don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Yeah. Um, everything's fucked up, but um, they don't bring the engineer yeah
0: no no of course not
1: this is another one of archer's badly staffed away missions <laughs>
0: yeah very much so yeah they include flocks i'm assuming you know i mean because
1: yeah and that, which is smart there's probably people fucked up but yeah. yeah they can clearly see the damage
0: but why not the engineer
1: bringing reed is dumb because yeah. he's actually really good on the bridge like running shit on the bridge mm-hmm. and yeah, if they're worried about the Nosikins coming back, then Reed would be the guy that you want to have uh leading the fight. Well, they
0: don't even know about
1: the uh, they don't even know about the Nausikins at this Oh, point. that's true, yeah. But th- but yeah. they know that their ship was damaged from somebody. Right, true. Like true. It, it wasn't like, oh, we accidentally bumped into meteors and shit. It was, right. you know, they got <laughs> fucked up by by somebody pointing things at them.
0: The crew comes to meet them, and if you look to to the left of the main crew guy that introduces himself to Ahab, it's the groom from the episode of TNG called The Outrageous Akona. His character name was Benzan.
1: Which one was The Outrageous Akona?
0: That was the one with um Sort of swashbuckling dude that came on the br- on the ship and uh, charmed everybody. Oh, yeah, the Han Solo. guy. Oh God, yeah. it was the it was the episode where Data tried to be a comedian with Joe Piscopo. Oh yeah, Christ, <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Oh for fuck's sake! Oh my God. That is considered. To, that is considered to be funny. So yeah, his character name was Benzan. He was super young.
1: At the okay. Time. Yeah. I like I like the costuming on these guys. They looked mm-hmm. like uh, blue collar, like what you would picture as like freighter workers. You know, yeah. they don't have like snappy jumpsuits and uniform right. kind of things, but they mm. don't they don't look like um, truckers. Yeah, they don't look like, like truckers either. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess sorry to any truckers who are no, sure. looking for something long to listen to on a
0: <laughs> on a long
1: haul. Yeah, eastbound and down. But that's
0: basically. I mean, that's basically what these people are: is they're truckers. They're long haul truckers. Um, only they brought their families with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. So, they're making yeah. families along the way. Well, yeah. some truckers are doing that too. Uh, true. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, so how the fuck does Ahab not know who the Nausican's are? Uh, that bothers me. Yeah, because I mean, every fucking Navy and Coast Guard captain probably has like a lot of intelligence, or at least some intelligence about what kind of pirates are out there you know what nationalities or what regions they they patrol like i mean come on
1: that's true that's a really good point
0: i mean this is space they're supposed to be out in space how the fuck does he not know about the fucking
1: mausacans it's not his first time in space right exactly he talked about serving on a vulcan uh ship but for briefly at some point mm-hmm. uh in a previous episode like he's been out and around
0: yeah so if Milktoast knows the captain should fucking be knowing about this shit
1: yeah, it's like, Milktoast is definitely going to know. Yeah. Well, you'd think that the captain would, too. Seems like that's it, more of a question for Reed or Flox or, you know. Yeah,
0: but, I mean, it's a it's a question of from Starfleet, though. Like, how are they sending out their fucking captains without knowing shit like that there's pirates out there who
1: bother their freighters? They were just in that area. Yeah, yeah. And the phone, like, there was, like, one bar at least of cell phone reception, so they should <laughs> have let him know, like... Hey, there's pirates around here <laughs> right, right. probably. You're probably going too fast for them to for them to catch up to you, but just in case you need to know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh the leader of the um Longshoreman Union guys, whatever yeah. that uh that that meet them is a guy uh, I recognized him but I couldn't think of exactly where, but yeah. uh so I looked it up. There was an episode of DS9. Yep first where? first season yeah uh, was that first season
0: mhm it was uh, yeah
1: I, I guess so yeah. yeah it was a very tng like episode really it was um, a very,
0: it was the first like buddy um comedy that uh o'brien
1: and Bashir were in oh yeah yeah it was cuz yeah. they go to so it's the one where they go to that planet and there's like a thing in the sky i don't know it looks like a storm or something and uh the shaman or whatever the priest dude is has to like away with you the village says away with you and then it goes yeah. away and then for yeah. some reason he like is about to he's really old and he's about to die and for some reason he appoints O'Brien, O'Brien. the new <laughs> the new <laughs> shaman guy yeah. and he's like what the fuck is this and the the priest guy had an assistant who got super jealous and tried to stab O'Brien over it mm-hmm. and uh that was this guy. He that was played the actor. Yeah, it was this actor. So it was mm-hmm. cool to see. He, I think he was was he Bajoran or something similar. To yeah, Bajoran? he was. Ba- yeah, they were Bajoran. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they were Bajoran thing. Yeah. So I like want to
0: say they were on a moon of Bajor, but I'm not positive about that.
1: I could be wrong. Yeah, about. yeah, because it was they were like a a cult or a sect or something like that mm-hmm. that was different from the standard Bajoran. Like, right. You know, we pray to the prophets and we don't like the pirates and that's mm-hmm. about you know whatever. It's about it. Yeah. Which was cool, because you don't generally get that kind of diversity uh, Mm -hmm. about a planet or a people. It's generally like, these people are the pirate people, like, say, the Nausikens. Right. And these people, like, my favorite one of those Uh was uh, the one with, um, where Deanna Troy's friend, who's, like, he's, like, a telepath, but, it's like, secretly, and he's, like, a master negotiator. And he's talking to this one guy who's in this sort of, like, Popey looking kind of outfit. And he's like, I've always admired your entire planet's (laughs) commitment to pure research. Get those nerds, nerds! Nerds! (laughs) (laughs) An entire planet (laughs) that only only does does research. (laughs) That's it. One industry.
0: Produce food or. (laughs) <laughs> clothing no. for their own people just they
1: just do research They yeah, just do research yeah. yeah everybody has one job
0: yeah um so the our union crew is uh definitely sending out uh the we are hiding something vibe <laughs> yeah. as though it's fucking written on their forehead you know, they're like, no, we can handle everything and all the repairs. And, and, oh, no, no, no. A younger crewman panicked and sent out the distress beacon. Uh, uh we can totally fix everything. And Ahab isn't buying it, thankfully. Um, and Flox totally lays down the law of you need to let me see the, vo- the wounded. And Milktoast has to fucking vouch for him and be like, you know, yeah, he's better than a medic. And I'm like, don't they have a doctor?
1: I guess not. Cause he, cause he says I mean, like he's better than uh, any freighter medic.
0: Freighter medic?
1: That's all that they keep around is That's like. That's terrible. So, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I guess the idea is that they don't make stops. Like, it's not like a starship right. where they keep going to places and like getting into scrapes. Yeah. So I think they just like, okay, make sure everybody's healthy before you get on board. And then we're just going to treat like. You know, uh, work-related injuries, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, but three years—you're talking about like appendix bursting, people getting pregnant and ha- giving birth. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I mean, this is that kids. is serious shit. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it did did not seem logical to me, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um.
1: <laughs> and in that conversation, it comes up that um, Mayweather is is kindred boomer. With these people, that's why they right. listen to him about flocks and everything. Right,
0: right, yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, the dude in command, Ryan, is is the last name. He's in six bay, asking how long it's going to take the captain to heal. Ahab pushes Ryan to make you know to make them accept the help, and hopefully everybody's seeing through this. We're super independent bullshit.
1: I don't think that they are at this point. Oh There's no looks between anybody. There's no yeah. pause. It's just Archer's just like well, we came and turned around and we're here and we Mm -hmm. came to help you and blah, 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 blah. I mean, they weren't on their way to some super important thing. They were just going to go put up a new cell phone tower. Yeah. But he is kind of just like, all right, you know, well, we're here and we're going to help you. Like we're going yeah. to, like, there's, yeah. there's <laughs> no how it's, you know. listening to them on this. Like, yeah, I, I didn't read Archer going like, hmm, I think something's up here. Right, right. I don't think that that's there. I think it's just like, no, no, no. I'm here and I'm gonna like, yeah. we're gonna do this. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm doing this because I need to gotcha. go put up cell phone towers. Goddamn. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> what five G actually
0: does? It absorbs oxygen. And that's really important to know. So back on the freighter, old Benzan and Ryan are discussing the secret that they're keeping from Enterprise. And it's you know, a Nausicaan who has obviously been beaten up um, from the from the weird purple makeup. And Ryan wants
1: codes. This doesn't work at all. Um, mm. The Nausicaan looks wrong. Like we talked about how yeah. it looks different. The biggest thing that looks wrong It's one they're the wrong they're the wrong color they're supposed to be like mm-hmm. sort of like a uh, ashy gray you know whitish yeah
0: they definitely look wrong
1: yeah color like that which i mean sure you could absolutely have Different, you know, uh, yeah. uh, skin, skin tone tones. Yeah. but every single Noskin that we see later has the exact same like Ig- greenish mm-hmm. instead of the original. Yeah. But really, what makes it not work? Because I was like, you know what? Now instead of looking like a Nosikan, it looks like a guy with a mask on. Yes. Uh, oh, and the reason yes. I think, because I was looking at pictures of the of the I was about to say the real mm. uh the Noskins as portrayed earlier, uh, the eyes. Like, the, the ridges around the eyes mm-hmm. originally came way out. Yes. Like, you didn't get uh, expressive human eyes. Mm-hmm. And it made them much scarier, and it made them yeah. uh, much more of a threatening presence, you know?
0: Yeah, and more otherworldly.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, it, more predator-like, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because <laughs> that's, what, that's what my wife said. She was just like... Predator. So is this, like, shitty predator? Like, what... <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is Predator 2. <laughs> <laughs> just running around LA.
0: Oh my God.
1: Ugh. And then they yeah. added horns to try to make up for it. Mm. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, I don't they, know. Why they, they just did stuck this. horns on their forehead. Yeah. Uh, it's like, all right, I guess some could have okay. horns and some don't, but yeah. we haven't yeah. seen this before.
0: Yeah. And then uh, so we go back to Enterprise and Milktoast Toast is showing Ryan around and they talk about how the tra- they talk about the transporter and how fucking freaky it is. And it is. There's no way around how freaky the, the transporter is, when, yeah. especially yeah. when you know the only possible way that it could be an actual workable thing. Like, have you have you read anything about that or seen anything about that?
1: I tried to read physics of Star Trek, and I just couldn't.
0: Okay, so the basics is that if transporter technology was real, the way we understand physics now is the only way it w- would work is if you actually copied and pasted. Copy paste. Copy copy
1: paste. Copy copy paste. Just copy
0: copy, paste. Copy. copy copy Go. There's no way to like turn this thing into energy, shoot the energy over to here, and form it back into a person. The only way to do it would be to completely duplicate a person and send that information to another place and duplicate there. So you'd have to kill the original every time.
1: And so would the new one... uh, The new one would
0: have everything, you know, have all the same memories and all that. It would still be the same person. Basically, but yeah, you're killing this guy... And making that same guy over here.
1: Does the body just get left? Yeah. (laughs) So you just dead on the transporter pad? And alive somewhere else. Exactly. Terrible. That's fucking wild. And then
0: delete copy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how we would send... That much information over air. It's one of the more impossible things that Star Trek does. Do you think warp drive is more plausible than that?
0: Yes. Yeah. Warp drive is much more plausible Oh wow. than, than transporters.
1: Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And we are never making <laughs> a warp drive. That's just never fucking happening.
0: The physics of warp drive is actually plausible and... Ki- Possible.
1: I want one. Me too. I want one. I'll take two. Put me down two, man. i get one. Honestly, I don't want one unless it's like warp five because everything that they describe in this, they're like warp 1.8 ships or whatever. It's just like, fuck, that's awful. That's terrible. Like it's just long enough to be. Too long. It's just fast enough to be able to say like, okay, we can make the trip. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it's slow enough to for that trip to take way too fucking uh-huh. long and be horrible.
0: But yeah, so and Milktoast really wants to try the
1: the transporter. They're talking about like space boomer life. The Ryan guy is like, uh, "Well, why'd you leave?" And and blah blah blah. blah that kind of, they start to get into that. They yeah. get into that a lot more later. Yeah. But. Uh, He starts to get into that, and he's just like, well, there's a a transporter to play with here. Golly gosh. Exactly.
0: God, he's so... (laughs) He's so Pollyanna. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Why did they make his character like this?
1: It's adorable.
0: (sighs) (laughs) Oh,
1: boy. Let's go to the engine room. (laughs) exactly. (sighs) I'd love to see a cut where they replace mayweather with spongebob yeah
0: like he's just drawing
1: spongebob
0: i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready <laughs>
1: i can't really do spongebob I, no that's a tough voice I, I need to watch more spongebob it's fucking hilarious it is
0: it's it's absolutely the one of the funniest shows ever thank you, thank you, thank you. but so yeah they they go to engineering where you know florida man just you know is like i can make i can make this part you know, and he's super broy about his engine. And I'm like, oh, there's Florida Man.
1: It's got a Hemi in it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'll put in uh, CO2 and it'll go real fast. You put some duct tape over the air intake. You get like a whole five mile per exactly. hour faster, man. Jesus Christ. Somebody actually oh told me the other day to do that to my scooter. I was just like, no, no that I'm that not sounds fucking, stupid. fucking with that thing. I don't, I'm not doing that. So
0: asshole Ryan acts like having a sh- fucking slow, shitty car on a dangerous road with fucking pirates is great.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, if it went any faster, we wouldn't have time to enjoy the trip. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, milk toast and Florida Man are like, uh, okay. Okay. Get the fuck out
1: of here! <laughs> like they really looked puzzled. Their reactions were different, yeah. and I thought like wrong. Like they should have been the other way around. So uh, yeah. Travis is like is like oh, huh? and he kind of like turns and lo- like yeah. he can't imagine this mindset, even though we've been establishing that he can. Yeah, because this <laughs> is how he grew right. up. So he's like oh, huh? yeah. and then turns and looks over at Florida Man, and Florida Man is just like mm-hmm, that's so weird. If they'd have reversed that. I think that would have made... That would have been made
0: a lot more right. sense. Right, yes, that would have made a yeah. whole lot more sense. Sorry,
1: yeah. Lavar, That's not mm-hmm. a uh, we-need-this-in-the-script kind of thing. You flip those two around, and you've got a thing that right. continues to build the narrative and makes sense. So, I don't
0: know. Weirdo Ryan and, and Milk Toast go to the uh, the mess hall, and Milk Toast eats weird. Does he? Just watch it for this part only. He holds his fork like he's gripping a, uh, the wheel of a bicycle or something. Oh, okay. Instead of like holding it like a fucking normal person. Oh,
1: okay. I, I do remember this. And yeah. uh, I'm glad you said that because I, I had forgot about this until, you know, he eats like he's a military. Oh, weird. Shovel it in, shovel it fast. It's like a thing huh. in uh, Basic. Uh, I, I don't know if that was a conscious choice or whatever because you don't see that uh, right. with the rest of the crew or anything.
0: Nobody, yeah, nobody else does that, yeah.
1: That was my thinking when I when I saw that. I'm glad you yeah. said that because I totally forgot.
0: Because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with that?
1: He just kind of slams it in there. Yeah. it's uh, The food actually looks really good. He's got like it does. fried chicken and mashed potatoes. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and the, the dude gets like this gigantic fat steak, yeah. Just That's crazy. It's, a, it's half a cow, just like yeah. beast of a steak. Um, mm hmm they start talking you know there's they're, they're still talking more more boomer talk yeah uh, and it's pretty good world building it is you yeah. know
0: and it's and it's very uh, they definitely kind of create this image of it being like a family business and it's super tradition like almost traditional
1: mm-hmm. you know you know they're, they're like oh yeah the mystery meals they talking, you know yeah. just sort of like the hardship stuff coming up um right that sucks in the moment but you laugh about it later mm-hmm. you can relate with other people about it very human very real all good in the good old place, when times Mayweather asks, uh, "Oh, were you born on that ship? Did your parents serve on that ship?" Because there's all this generational stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, "No, my parents were on the North Star." And then shit yeah. gets like Ooh. super serious. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they don't they don't specify what happened. But he does say that he's one of the only survivors.
1: Yeah, that was a cool touch that they didn't say exactly mm-hmm. what it was. I agree, I agree. All you needed was Mayweather's reactions. Probably the best acting he does in this whole thing. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Is, it's, there's no words in it, and he's just like, oh, shit. And I was thinking, um, so this so they filmed this, I think, if I remember right. Um, I could pull up memory alpha, but if I remember this right. Mm. Uh, September 24th. Mm-hmm. of 2001 yeah this is right after 9-11 and so i was thinking like this would be like saying uh where do your folks live and then this and say like uh well um they were they were in manhattan on 9-11 right right and it'd be like oh, mm-hmm. shit. oh. <laughs> yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh okay wow mm. and it gets kind of awkward and all you can say is man that's uh that's that rough sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah sorry. yeah, yeah.
0: and Milktoast starts out you know they uh, they get into you know have you ever thought of doing anything else and suspicious ryan starts acting like this is all some kind of plot to get him into to join starfleet and this is what kills me he goes Milktoast says that this guy has spent more time in space than most starfleet captains and i'm like yikes it's true, I mean, I get that, yeah. but it's kind of like, ouch, oh, that's dim for our Starfleet captains, you know?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I guess I guess the idea is that there aren't a lot of Starfleet captains at this yes. point. Yes, right. I thought about how, apparently, after Vietnam, it was really hard to get a job piloting planes, mm-hmm. because if you, unless you were a veteran, because, like, all these vets had Hours and hours and hours and hours on, you know, the helicopters or whatever it was that they were um, trained to fly in. Uh, Just tons of time uh, spent flying in insane conditions. So if you just like went and got your pilot's license, it was like, yeah, but there's a guy there's I've got a line of veterans who have like wild ass experience and so getting them to fly from like chicago to dallas is pretty Mm -hmm. fucking easy
0: no yeah it totally makes sense and i mean i and i can't fault them for that like why would you not want somebody who has dealt with you know 15 million different conditions and aerial maneuvers and all that like you'd want somebody who had a lot more experience
1: can you land a helicopter it's like yeah i've done that in a jungle with like You know, people shooting at me. Yeah, yeah, I could like land a fucking, what, like on a pad thing? (laughs) Yeah. Can you wipe your ass? I mean, that's pretty. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. The argument that starts here uh, is basically around the idea of um, like family tradition Mm -hmm. and brain drain. Yeah. And this was something that uh, growing up in Louisiana was very much a discussion. Mm. If you had a decent teacher uh, in the schools that I went to, they wouldn't be there uh, the next year. Because in Texas, which would be the nearest place, Mm -hmm. mostly really anywhere, you could get paid better. Mm -hmm. And uh, these schools were funded better and all these sorts of things. So if you were a good teacher, you could just... Take your resume and your experience and go to a better place. Yeah. So that was the brain train that was happening. It's all these people oh, yeah. that were just like, I got to get the fuck out of here.
0: This place is awful.
1: Yeah. And yeah. then there, there were a, a lot of people that were like, but if all the talented and capable people leave, the state's not ever going to get any better. But you're paying them shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean,
0: you're not giving them any
1: reason to stay. So I, I, I love this discussion. Like... Oh, Uh, yeah. It's very, very real. And I think a lot of places are like that.
0: Yeah. And and not a whole lot of people. I mean, I can't picture a whole lot of humans, you know, considering how much better Earth is now, why they would want to do what these guys are doing.
1: I'm going to undermine this, their whole thing. (laughs) Okay, Uh, And I kind of hate to do this because it kind of makes all of this fall apart. Why wouldn't automation be able to handle long haul freighter runs?
0: (sighs) Yeah. I actually thought about that too, but I was like, no, I'm going to stick with the plot. No, it's t- that Why the fuck not? Send up a rocket, point it towards where it needs to go.
1: We can do that now. Yeah. This aired decades after mm-hmm. both Voyagers were sent out. Yeah. You yep. know, and all that shit yeah. is automated. And it, yep. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I feel like you could just have robots do all of this. Yeah, yeah. do everything, everything remotely as far as the uh, maintenance and stuff. And if there's a problem, you can send something to go meet. I don't know, whatever you you have. Yeah. And you have endpoints mm-hmm. uh, staffed. Yep. In a ship that yep. maybe could take off in case of catastrophic catastrophic something but
0: well they certainly don't need as many people as they have even if they needed one or two guys on there to fix any problems that come up they certainly don't need whole families no you know no it's weird and they certainly don't need them to be like you know handing down and passing down the torch to each next generation that's fucking stupid
1: this whole space boomer thing is starting to fall apart for me yeah
0: it's dumb. <laughs> so we actually do get a tiny bit of history from Milk Toast. He gives us, you know, he talks about how it was really difficult for him to join Starfleet, and, he, you know, jerk face Ryan is like, why did you abandon your family? And I'm like, dude, if they were like you, I would leave too. Because um, milk- of that attitude right there, asshole. Yeah. Uh, and Milk Toast, like, actually defends himself, you know, and I emotionally broken Ryan is like, did they? Did they really dispec- respect your decision? And I'm like, dude, tell him to fuck off.
1: Yeah, seriously. seriously. Yeah.
0: And and by the way, there's no resolution to this conversation. No, not at all. Milktoast gets no callback to this.
1: No, he ends up being uh, more on his side yeah. after this. So I I don't know. I, I'd like to think he's dealing with his shit. I don't know. Whatever. I, <laughs> I, I, there's nothing. No, never mind. There's there. Here's the thing that, that threw me with this. That dude got up and left that whole giant steak on the table. I
0: know! What the fuck? That was the most... That bothered me so much. Like, they so could have, you know, kept talking, cut away, and then come back. And him being like, him being like, oh my god, that steak was so good. You know, or whatever. And and then had that part of the conversation, but seriously, this dude has not seen like really good food in a year and a half. And he just gets up and walks away
1: from that. No, that's not how yeah, that would No, happen. Not, not with this, not with <laughs> this guy's like whole ethos no. and background. No, he'd be like, he'd go grab a to-go box. Actually, that would have been a great way yeah. to end that scene. He stomps out <laughs> and Travis sitting there like, oh, man. I'm thinking about my man, family and so stuff. Cool. And then the guy just comes yeah. back in with like a little uh, clamshell to go box and he just scrapes the food in there, <laughs> and dumps it into his plate and nobody says anything. They just kind of try not to look at each other <laughs> and he closes up the little right. thing and then, and then just walks out. <laughs> that would have been, <laughs> been <perfect>. amazing. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, fuck this oh. guy, man.
0: Oh, seriously. He's such an asshole. I mean,
1: Honestly. Okay. If you're out there listening. And you are, so you're, you're a younger person, and you're getting this kind of pressure. The kind of shit that this guy is saying to Travis, leave. Just leave. Leave your hometown and go somewhere cool. Yeah. It's it's tough. It's difficult. I've done it. I've done it too. Yes, you've done it too. We've both done this. Uh, and it's very, very worth it. Always. You only get one life. You only get one go around. Yeah,
0: exactly. So
1: fucking yeah. leave your hometown and go somewhere Mm -hmm. else and do something else
0: get the fuck out before you end up pregnant with four or five kids and then can't do shit
1: yep exactly get the fuck out you can
0: always get pregnant later
1: (laughs) yeah and look you may fuck up and you have to go back but at least you went at some point
0: yeah exactly at least you got the fuck out a a little
1: it's tough i mean it's it's getting more and more expensive to to live in the city but you know. Sure. Try.
0: Or any, we just go anywhere else. It doesn't even have to be the big city. It can just be another small town. Just go somewhere else. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Just see how the other people live. Yeah. It'll broaden your mind in so many, be- so many ways. Absolutely.
1: Get out! Get out of there! Get out! Why? Why? Ah!
0: Back on the freighter, we see the vulnerable babes. On the dangerous ship playing, I guess, hide and seek. They don't really ever specify, but I'm assuming it is. Yeah, it read as hide and seek to me, yeah. Paul, asks Benzan why all the powers are routed to the weapons. And Benzan gets all super defensive. And um, she's like, I'll fix it. And he's like, no, 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 just I'll leave it. I'll, I'll leave it. You know, I'll, I'll take care of it. And she, you know, she helps this little girl hiding. Um, and she continues scanning and finds the Nausicaan and she calls Ahab.
1: When she calls it in... Archer is putting away a tiny book. I noticed
0: that too. I was like.
1: Like a little tiny book with a little uh, a button clasp on it. Yeah. And it's all I thought about for the rest of the episode. <laughs> what was the little book? What is in the little book? What do you write in a tiny little book like that when you have uh-huh. computers around you? Like, what do you. Right. What's he doing? We know he's recording his logs, so he's not yeah, like. Yeah. So what it
0: what's the book what is he doing what is going on (laughs) it's his own personal like this is how many times i said i i put to paul in her
1: place (laughs) little hash marks for each time vulcans are dumb chapter one (laughs) he's like writing a little book
0: check it out katie it's our burn book. They confront in over his head Ryan about it after asking kind of non-threatening questions about the repairs and so forth. And you, you're just like waiting. You're like, come on, ask him about the Um And Paul, just blurts it out. She's like, no, dumbass, you have a fucking Nausicaan on your ship. <laughs>
1: you know. Well, uh, Archer columbos this again.
0: He does. He he's, totally he's columbos like, it. oh, uh,
1: uh, one more thing. One more thing, yeah. Yeah, wow, uh, well, well uh, one more. Well, hold on. Just uh, well, yeah, one more. Just thing, one more right. gotta, hold on. Uh, you know, That's the first time I've ever tried Columbo. I, I, I shouldn't do should it again. You should watch more Columbo. I need to watch yeah. more Columbo, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have heard so many people say that it is the best mystery show ever.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be really great, almost timeless, whodunit kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and fake, Ryan, fake surprise Ryan is fake shocked. So you know, and he finally fesses up, and and Ahab's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And PTSD Ryan is like, "They've been attacking us and stealing our cargo." And Ahab is like, "No, I want to see him." And uh, you know, about to snap, Ryan is like,
1: "No, I don't think so." But it's gonna happen because he's like, "All right, then, fine. Uh, so I'll just like rip all our and new just shit keep out. Keep all your shit. Yeah, yeah we'll just yeah. take all our shit back." Yeah. At this point, I am on Ryan's side with this
0: for for this second yeah yeah cuz well, cuz he says th- they'll take your guns ryan says that starfleet has no jurisdiction over what happens on their ship and i'm thinking i'm seeing that changing in the near future yeah. for, for now, now. yeah cuz
1: like legally that's absolutely the case it's it's almost one of those like am i being detained kind of situations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah i mean ryan and his crew are not Starfleet. They're not They're not in
0: quote-unquote Starfleet space. Mm-hmm. Like, the Federation hasn't been formed yet. So it's not like they're in kind of a section of space that has a particular law. And it's like, and they
1: have been attacking them. Yeah. So he's got a really good point. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I, th- I think Archer's overstepping at this point. I mean, oh, yeah. we've established that Archer's whole thing is, no, 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 no. The white man must thrust. Exactly. So he's yeah. just got to get up in everybody's business. Uh, uh-huh. So it fits with his established character so far. Uh-huh. Uh, so, all right. Yeah, fine. So yeah. the boomers lead them to a different cargo bay thingy. And they try to mm-hmm. kill them supervillain style. They totally do. Supervillain style. I love yeah, this. Yeah, Wasn't there an attempted nope. supervillain killing uh, in the last episode? Yep. The, the boomers are going to supervillain kill them where they're just like, we'll just set up a very slow, deliberate yeah. trap and then assume, then assume everything, everything went, went to plan.
0: plan. Yeah. All right, guard, begin the unnecessarily slow moving dipping mechanism. There's like a little firefight. And our heroes try to circle around them and get them, but they fail. And I've lost my moral compass. Ryan pokes a hole in the cargo pod and is, yeah, and is letting the air leak out and then seals the door. And then they detach the cargo pod away from the rest of the ship and take off.
1: That could have been such an awesome scene. Mm -hmm. they're like, what the hell? He shot a hole in the thing, and yeah, you can see the air going out, Mm -hmm. and then they run out of there, and they close the door, and you assume that that's it. But then they press the buttons, and they drop the whole cargo Mm -hmm. container, and the way this could have been shot, yeah, could have been terrifying. It could have been awesome, yeah, but it's just kind of like you're seeing from like. Well behind, uh, I think Archer's perspective oh, the doors. as he's close yeah. to the door, and you do see it start to move away. Right, but you and don't. If they'd have gone in a whole lot tighter on that, that would have been awesome. Over Archer's shoulder, where you're mm-hmm. seeing his reflection, and then you're seeing the uh, pod thing kind of like moving away from the ship. That'd be yeah. fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, totally. But the way that it's done is just—it's just like, oh, they played a prank on them. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, you don't really feel the no
0: the the, the fucked upness of that mm-hmm, moment, the actual peril, physical peril. There's no right. none of that, yeah. And then they get away because Florida Man took too goddamn long to to take a shot,
1: and he went with torpedoes instead of phasers. Yeah, wait, they've got phasers, right?
0: Do they have phasers? I don't oh think shit, they
1: do have phasers. Oh man, maybe they don't have phasers yet.
0: That's possible. Do I they, they think not they have, have
1: phasers? Uh yeah. No, they don't because no, they don't end- have phasers yet. Yeah, they don't have phasers yet. Okay. But
0: yeah, it takes them way too long to fucking fire off a shot, and the yeah, the fort the fortunate just gets away.
1: That shot of the photon torpedo going after the other ship, and then it just like barely missing. Oop. Yeah, yeah. Or not even barely missing. Doing it didn't get that close. But mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of funny. Oh yeah, it totally was. I it totally laughed. was. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And the torpedo just keeps on going and going and going and
0: mm. eventually
1: runs into a, a planet of machines, which <laughs> turns it into a uh, super intelligence and sends it back on its way. And it uh, looks for the creator to merge with the creator. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, it finds it finds a pretty bald lady and makes her uh, spokesperson. A, a spokesperson spokesperson. <laughs> and it was a movie and it was weird.
0: <laughs> I can't in this. it's a very fucking weird <laughs> movie
1: <laughs> very prog rock movie
0: oh god yes very so deeply emotionally disturbed Ryan has shot a hole in the cargo container fucked up Enterprise's ability to track them mm-hmm. and taken off and I'm like so he's more tactically good than
1: Enterprise that sucks pretty much I mean uh, totally got the drop on that's them. where all that experience Travis was talking about comes in handy Exactly. He kicked their ass. He kicked their ass with uh-huh. like an old timey uh, shit barge. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> This guy would be an awesome captain now that I think about it.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So what's funny, though, is that <laughs> Milktoast is like, well, we can't find them. Why don't we look for the Nausicans? And I'm like, how does that help? Right. If they don't have long-range sensor, sensors, they don't have long-range sensors. Yeah, they can't look
1: for Nosikans. It, it really doesn't work at all. That doesn't make sense. Uh, so back on the eighteen-wheeler, uh, Ryan is trying to uh, torture and intimidate and beat up the Nosikan, but he kind of sucks at it. And Ben
0: Zan is over over there in his extremely stylish, comfy sweater, having a hard time watching. I love
1: that. I couldn't take my eyes off of the shoulder buttons. Oh, I know. On that sweater,
0: it was so cute. I love uh, the
1: sweater. guy that the guy that plays his friend. Uh, he's acted in a bunch of stuff. He's mostly been an actor, mm-hmm. but also he wrote the Power Rangers movie. Benzan? Yeah. Don't go Power Power what? Oh my god! He kind of has youth youth pastor vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told yeah,
0: yeah. It's Yeah, Zan. That guy. Yep.
1: That guy wrote the Power Rangers movie, funny, and the second uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it.
0: Whoa, yeah, <laughs> that's a big step up. Yeah, like screenwriting wise, that's a big old step up.
1: I was very very surprised by his IMDb.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like no shit. Like
1: what? <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah.
0: Holy shit! That's pretty. That's pretty impressive.
1: And how do you get that writing gig after writing the Power Rangers movie?
0: That is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but that guy, but um, Power Rangers writer guy, mm-hmm. um, is kind of being like, "Hey, um, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies?" <laughs> he's like, "I want my codes, whatever." And he's been, and as they're walking away, he's he's like, "You nearly killed him." Yeah. Look, I'm sorry. But that little dude is not about to nearly kill <laughs> no, and exactly. even tied up, real <laughs> as grown ass nausicaen. Uh-huh. Like, that's
0: not going to happen. Yeah. And he's just like <laughs> dabbing his knuckles. I'm like, no, dude, you would have needed like a cannon on your hand strapped to it. To be able to punch a fucking Nausicaan and, and almost kill him.
1: He'd have had to have been pistol whipping him the whole time. Exactly,
0: yeah. Nah. yeah. So, yeah, short-sighted Ryan is going to take his freighter to go fight Nausicaan pirates.
1: <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. The guy that played this Nausicaan has done uh, a bunch of other Trek stuff. Oh. Always as like a, um, just sort of someone who was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Insurrection. Nice. He was just some, some generic guy. officer <laughs> guy. Yeah. Uh, the DS Nine episode where uh, Kern gets shit hammered and shows up and is like, "Worf, you have to kill me yeah. for honor." Uh, <laughs> yeah. He was a random Klingon nice. in that one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And get this—he was. Uh, this is not Trek. I know y'all mm. don't get mad at me because mm-hmm. there's. People will like to jokingly argue about this. He was on the Orville as a, uh, they're not Klingons, what are they called? The mocklands Right. The the Orville The, the Orville, Orville Klingons. Klingons, yeah. Yeah, on uh, the uh, the trans slash female general mutilation episode uh-huh. as a jury foreman. Ah. So he's done a whole bunch of bit parts yeah. with like... A whole ton of alien makeup on.
0: Nice. Okay, that has yeah. got to be pretty lucrative if you can get good
1: gigs doing it, you know? Yeah, you just have to put up with the makeup chair, yeah. like, for hours and shit. That's, that's got to be annoying.
0: Most extras jobs, you're probably just going to be guy in crowd, but...
1: Except uh, for, okay, you. you know, well, he wasn't. He wasn't an extra in any of these. He was like the the part would be like Klingon officer,
0: officer number one. Yeah, that,
1: I don't know how that works. If that's somewhere between featured extra and like yeah. actual cast, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know, know how, how that, that works. works. Yeah, somebody write in and tell us. We are Star Trek stuff at gmail.com. Yes, please. If you have experience with that, I've been an extra before. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I was just like a person in a crowd that sat around for two days. So. Nice. I, I don't know. It was weird.
0: A danger to himself and others. Ryan is the captain now, <laughs> and he says they have to show the Nosikans that they are serious, which is such a oh my god, he's so stupid. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm sure words gonna get back among all Nosikans. Oh yeah, don't fuck with them. That one human captain. Uh-huh. Oh boy, that son of a. He, He's real serious. Ugh. Don't fuck with him. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Fear um, this human.
0: Yeah, exactly. Dumb John. <laughs> Um Back on the Enterprise, they are following a faint warp trail, which, oh my God, it really kind of just occurred to me what an incredible plot device this is. Hmm. The warp trail. Yeah. Would there be a warp? I mean... I don't know about the physics of it, but it seems really fucking convenient is all I'm it's,
1: saying. It, yeah, I mean, it's pretty well established. You know, they, it, they oh, no, it's very established. Ships, yeah, ships try and Absolutely. find each other. and yeah. They even find like uh, cloaked ships pretty easy. They're mm-hmm. just like, well, look for the neutrino exhaust signal. <laughs> well, we know where it is. Sniff for the exhaust. Why bother yeah. with the whole cloaking thing?
0: Florida man uh, understands taking on the Nausicaans, but somehow firing on the Enterprise really pisses him off. While yeah. he's talking to Milk Toast, you know, and I'm sitting there going, does anybody remember that there's kids on the ship, like women and children and like people who did not make this unbelievably bad decision?
1: Yeah, good. Yeah, good point.
0: I mean, on the Enterprise, people signed up for this, you know, like they knew what was going on. Like in TNG, there are women and children on, you know, or or children and families on the ship. But in this in this, there's not.
1: Uh his motivation is supposed to be like we've taken enough casualties. Let's teach them a lesson.
0: Right, right.
1: What casualties? Like the captain got injured, mm-hmm. but he's gonna be fine. Um What else? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. what is he talking about? What uh-huh. what is his motivation for like vengeance here? Yeah. Like for uh, like putting all the little kids and stuff uh, in danger, in mortal danger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't understand this.
0: Well, that's that's kind of, you know, the the PTSD side is is he's, you know, t- he is taking revenge for whatever happened to the North Star.
1: Oh, OK. I get that. I feel like a line something about
0: something to remind us of that.
1: Yeah. Should that have been-
0: Yeah. Would have really helped if yeah. he'd have
1: said something to the Power Rangers writer guy like something some kind of line about mm-hmm. it's like after what they did to my after my what family to my parents or, or something yeah, like that yeah, and, something. and he's just like he's like, and then if you passed her guys like well wait this isn't them the north <laughs> stuff? and then you know, and then the guys like Ugh, you know what i mean i don't know whatever and it's something yeah. like that it could have made this make a little more sense I, Yeah. I, given a motivation Honestly, I think Ryan has to take the title of Captain Ahab at this point. Oh yeah, he's making Archer look really reasonable by comparison. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Well, Milktoast
0: and Florida Man are talking. Um, you know, Milktoast gives the side of the independent operator, and I can do what I want on my ship. You know, and all that. And Florida Man's like, shit is not going to be that way anymore. And mm-hmm. that's you know that's basically what. What's gonna happen, you know? And I'm, I'm sorry. Shit, like having like about twenty three or twenty five people on a ship for enclosed for that long, you're gonna have, end up with a fucking cult.
1: You're gonna end up with a cult, seriously. Everyone's gonna like people are gonna go insane. Seriously. Yeah, it would get real weird and real culty, real quick. and shit would get. You know what? You know what shit would be like? Hmm. Abu Ghraib. Yeah. Shit would be like Abu Ghraib. Yeah. Where the chain of command breaks down. Mm-hmm. You know what the chain of command is. It's a chain I go get and beat you with till you understand who's in rotten command here. Everything goes to shit. Everyone's just like uh, weird fucking. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, this doesn't work at all. This whole space boomer thing is a nightmare. It really is. It really, 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 really is. Very
0: quickly that goes out the out the window. I mean, seriously, you get one person with some magic mushrooms and you have a cult. Period. Boom!
1: Oh, this is the worst crazy sect I've ever been in. So Travis goes to uh, the captain's ready room, mm-hmm. and he just he just needs to talk. Yeah,
0: and I get I get it. They are supposed to be the pioneers slash old west settlers.
1: But that didn't go well either. That was fucking horrible. Mm -hmm.
0: Every time I tried to cross the Oregon Trail, I got dysentery. It's
1: bad. Yeah, he's kind of like, you know, why is this our business? Mm -hmm. Why are we Mm -hmm. telling people what to do? Yeah. Uh, Archer is so incredibly short of Picard. that's, That's all I thought of in this. Oh, my God. No doubt. Picture Picard giving this same speech which i'm still on the fence i'm n- i don't think i actually quite agree with this at this mm-hmm. point mm-hmm. i'm not sure yeah um but doing these exact same lines and even delivered the same way maybe i'd buy it
0: yeah yeah
1: maybe because i don't you know quite agree with it because <laughs> i don't like quite agree with it or whatever <laughs> but like archer's just like well let me tell you We have to make humans all behave the exact same way. Right. (laughs) Earth law is human law. Right. Because I just decided that.
0: (laughs) Human beings have a code of behavior and that they are morally superior to wanting revenge. And I'm like, what? When did that happen? Was it the never-ending religious wars in the Middle East or the constant border wars in Eastern Europe that made you realize that?
1: Right. I don't get this. (laughs) I don't get... It does not work. It's not like Archer has, like, embodied these qualities up to this point no! where it just makes sense that he's saying this. Uh-uh. Uh, it it just doesn't work. It does not. It does not at all. And Travis is just like, good point, Dad. Thanks, Coach. I'm going to get in there and get out there and play. Okay. Okay, Slugger. Yeah. You go knock them dead. Uh, Keep your eye on the ball.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! So yeah, so temper tantrum that gets people killed. Ryan, is uh, <laughs> found the Noskins, and they think they're uh, they've got the drop on them. And I'm like, uh, you're going after these people with no foresight whatsoever, like no like plan, no like
1: contingency, like nothing. He has. He thinks he has a plan. Yeah. Um, it was obvious that it was. <laughs> it's obvious what happens here because mm-hmm. he got like. The uh, frequency codes uh, off of the Nosakin for yeah. the shields. Right, so right, that's right. his plan. It's just like when we shoot them, it'll actually like totally wreck their shit because we got these codes because I punched a guy who's eight feet tall yeah. and has a skull made of rocks. <laughs> right, and right. he and so he had to have just been like, oh, oh of yeah. course you have beaten me, uh, <laughs> and so I shall talk and tell you totally the real thing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Of course he fucked with you. Uh-huh. Dumbass. Yeah. What a fucking dumbass. Yep. Yep. The bridge yeah. that they're on, uh I I like the design because I did it's too. like a shitty version of yeah. Enterprise.
0: Yeah, and it's and the buttons are all like keyboard buttons and stuff. Yeah, it 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 worked.
1: Yeah, it definitely looks like a previous generation enterprise bridge. Mm-hmm. And it has a weird pink lighting though, that I was like It did. Huh? Okay. threw me a little, but yeah. Yeah, whatever.
0: Um, yeah, the asteroid that the Nausicaan ship was hovering near is full of other Nausicaan ships. And I'm like, good job. You have stepped on a fire ant with no flip-flops on. Nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it got, I love that. Uh, that's actually a pretty good shot. Like,
0: Oh, when it comes around?
1: It's going around the asteroid. And yeah, so they yeah. go around the asteroid, and there's two more <laughs> ships waiting. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Oh Ooh. the cheat codes didn't work. That and now is, you have to fight the final boss.
0: They get attacked by the Gnosicans, they have no warp drive or impulse, and they're totally just fucked. So tactically deficient Ryan makes like the stoic face as as the Nausicans lock on to the freighter. And of course, you know, Ben is over there like Arr! you know <laughs> We shouldn't have done this,
1: man. I love the uh the Nausican captain is like, ah. You got a friend of ours on board. <laughs> Just yeah. Like, Thanks for bringing him over, <laughs> numnites. <Right. laughs> <laughs> he was one of the clown robbers at, at the very beginning of the Dark Knight. Oh, okay. You remember that? Like, all, like it was that yeah. whole team of clown robbers, and they all kill each other, yeah. and the Joker's the only one that's left. He's uh grumpy clown. I don't remember which one that <laughs> no, is. But either. he's one of the clowns. One of in the clowns, the okay. Thing.
0: So uh dumbass Ryan uh opts to pass out weapons to an completely inexperienced bunch of long haul truckers.
1: Yeah. Which is a great idea. He's like, no no, we beat him before. It's like Did we? There's literally triple and uh yeah. I'm not quite sure how we won that. Yeah, I don't oh, think we did. But also, our friend who wrote Power Rangers, uh-huh. and the youth pastor guy, yeah. I forgot about this. He was the guy who was screaming at George in the Seinfeld episode about double dipping. Did, did you just double dip that chip? <laughs> Excuse me? You double dipped the chip. Double dipped? What, what are you talking about? You dipped the chip, you took a bite, and you dipped again. <laughs> so that's like putting your whole mouth right in the dip <laughs> uh, from now on when you take a chip just take one dip and end it like putting your whole mouth in the dip <laughs> such a good line <laughs> <laughs> the way he does it it's great Oh awesome. yeah apparently that's the same that's the same guy i forgot All about right. that i had that in my notes as well but i forgot yeah, about that nice yeah. Um
0: yeah, oddly enough that dude thinks this is a bad idea. So yeah. So
1: the double dip guy is like, "Let's just return the hostage yeah. and get out of here." Yeah. N- no one's mentioning the uh children on board yeah. and all this, but even though we've we've seen them and mm-hmm. this is established, but anyway. Uh new Ahab is like, uh, "Fuck it, let's shoot them when they come on board." Yeah, yeah. it'll be yeah. really cool. Yeah. He he can't come up with a cool plan like, I don't know, maybe exactly what he did an uh-huh. hour before this right right yeah well, he's in here and then they go in there and then you just b- close the Vaporize door it. yeah shoot a hole in it close the door and yeah. pop the thing off and go lol bye. Bye, bye, bye yeah yeah he came up with a cool plan before uh-huh. like no do that. yeah but not this time they're just like no just shoot just a stupid stupid corridor fight that
0: kind of is trying to be the opening scene of star wars only not good oh yeah yeah
1: <laughs> that's true totally never even thought of that
0: back on the enterprise uh ahab is talking to the nausicans and Milktoast gets all wesley crusher about it sir i know this may finish me as an acting ensign but shut up wesley he gets all like he wouldn't have been there if you hadn't attacked you know and even hoshi is like shut the fuck up
1: they don't give her anything to do in this episode oh not at all that look is about the most acting that she actually gets to do in this i I wish she'd had a bigger part but yeah uh, oh well, you know.
0: ahab seems to think that the nausicans are totally reasonable people and they just need diplomacy
1: as though he could offer any <laughs> at this point the nausicans are as and maybe even slightly more reasonable than new ahab mm-hmm, definitely uh, ahab jr uh, ahab
0: jr yeah
1: part of me wonders if the makeup change was deliberate mm-hmm. so that you could see their eyes more and it makes you sympathize with them more
0: yeah it still bothers me because these nausicans do not behave like nausicans do any other time they've talked about them right you know because the i mean even in episodes where they don't you know show them directly they talk about them and they're completely ruthless completely uncaring about life you know i mean they're they're very 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 scary so like i said the only headcanon i can, can come up with is that they you know, something awful happened to the Nausican race between this time and and when we see them in TNG. That's my only device <laughs> for handling that. But yeah, they they let the Nausicans know that Enterprise is in a freighter and that they could get to kick their ass and you know and so forth. All they want is their crewmen back. I'm like, really? The Nausicans care that much about their crewmen? We rescue, yeah, <laughs> rescue them. Play Dom Judd. We
1: negotiate with yeah. terrorists. Right. <laughs> Rational pirates that talk like the Hulk. Yeah. If you're writing this and you're realizing that you're going to actually have to have them talk mm-hmm. and negotiate, mm-hmm. I mean, you either keep the Nausicans as they were and they only have a few lines. Right. And they can be like, "Darp, darp," like barked yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or you just have to use someone else. Exactly. And it would have probably been easier to use someone, someone else, else because the Noskin shit, there's a lot of makeup in that. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of time mm-hmm. and expense in that. And oh, yeah. And I feel like that was not a great idea using the Noskins for this. I agree. Archer is like, hey, uh, return the prisoner. We can kick their ass if they pull any shit. And Ryan says something that was like practically triggering for me. Oh, yeah. Uh, because of when this took place, you know, we mentioned that before, this was, mm-hmm. uh, right after 9-11 mm-hmm. and this was what you started hearing every night on the news. We're dealing with them the only way they understand. Yes, This was everywhere uh-huh. with trying to justify just setting the Middle East on fire mm-hmm. because 19 guys from... Afghanistan and Saudi Arabia yeah, and we're financed by Saudi Arabia rich Saudis who sell <laughs> us oil uh-huh uh that was the justification that was used and it's so incredibly like the barbarians are mm-hmm. at the gate and we must wipe them out oh yeah and I'm sure we'll hear it again um
0: uh, but yes I I I did kind of laugh when sarcastic Ryan is like oh boy Starfleet is here to save the day and I'm like, yeah. "Ha but Benzan is actually like, no, that's good, yay. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So Travis gets on the, uh, the FaceTime audio and is and is like, hey, uh, you're just doing this for revenge, man. Yeah. It's not really whatever. Which you know is true and very true. I, I, I wish he'd have mentioned uh, the North Star or something. Like,
0: right, right. Why didn't he bring it back to that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like he talks about like. Oh, uh well this is going to threaten my family because next time mm-hmm. the Nosik Nausica- if this happens you kill start killing Noskins and they're going to start killing, killing other humans. freighters. Yeah. They'll, they'll come kill my family or whatever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at that point, you know, the guy is like, "Well, yeah, okay." All right.
0: My only question though is how is this not implanted with a communicator Ryan talking back to Ahab? He doesn't have a communicator. He doesn't hit a button to respond on the comm. How is this happening? What
1: Good question. He just starts talking. On the loudspeaker. Like he's yeah. just on. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even think of that. <laughs>
0: like how, are, how are they responding back and forth? That doesn't even make sense.
1: You know what would have been great? Huh? If Travis would have transported in.
0: Yeah, that would have been good Why didn't too. that happen? Yeah. Because, because there's all that. Total
1: callback. Mm-hmm. It, it was basically foreshadowing. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to transport. It's going to be cool. It's going to be real cool when I transport. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah i'm gonna like it it's gonna be so much fun oh my god um yeah yeah (laughs) oh boy can't wait to transport (laughs) golly gosh (laughs) he does Milktoast does tell him to shut up and listen which i'm like uh thank you finally you know Mm -hmm. thank you for at least saying something with a spine Yeah. yeah but yeah it's all about revenge ryan and his psychological issues which is going to get everybody killed? Yeah,
1: which happens. Leaders yeah. get people killed because they're fighting the last war. Yeah, Ryan's like, all right, take the th- take fine, the damn thing, go. And what's great is they they stand the they stand the Nausicaan up. And I was thinking like maybe they captured him. but They were able to capture him and hold him because he was so short, a small. Maybe he's like a runt. He was like a, a young. Nausicaan maybe or something like that, but nope, he's eight feet fucking tall and could have gotten away at any point. Uh, Totally. totally. He's a giant monster. (laughs) And these tiny hairless apes are like, "Mm, we got you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. It didn't work at all. What well,
0: What was funny though was when Breakthrough Ryan, you know, gets him to, gets the hostage get back to the Nossikans. They stay on the cam- on the camera on the Nossikans as they run down the hallway until they are completely gone. Yeah, and you have this one poor <laughs> Nossikan who's like keeps having to turn around and look and point the gun and look and point and you. Know, and I'm like, How? like they keep the camera on there just like a hair too long it's really oh, it's more weird. than a hair yeah it's more than a hair definitely he just
1: stays there yeah like it's just really like, weird what what, what why, why what they, happens next why do they keep does he, showing the oh, okay. does he trip and fall what, yeah what's gonna happen <laughs> like it built suspense it did. i it
0: was like why are, they, going? why are they doing that that's
1: weird just kept going <laughs> It's amazing. It is pretty strange.
0: I'm like, why? That is odd that they left it continue like that. And the only thing I can think of is just bad editing.
1: Which, that's the thing. There's several things that could have made up for that. Like we said, like Travis being like... I got an idea, and then he runs down to get transported in. Let me beam over there. Yeah, the scene that's coming up could have been over a drink where he's, he's mm-hmm. where, they're, where they're, the two captains are talking. Yeah, that could have been really interesting. But yeah. oh well. Anyway, so Travis has saved the day, mm-hmm. uh, Xander style, mm-hmm. where he <laughs> talked the person down. Yep. The first day of kindergarten, you cried because you broke the yellow crayon, and you're too afraid to tell anyone. You've come pretty far. Ending the world not a terrific notion. Archer. Goes and meets the freighter captain who is well timedly all better now. Yeah. And And who's uh, evidently
0: a secret alcoholic who needs a drinking partner. (laughs) He asked him like three or four times to have a drink with him. I'm like, dude, he doesn't want the fucking drink.
1: Okay. I, I get this though. I mean, he's uh, totally alone mm. uh, as a captain. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's the there's the isolation of being a space boomer, mm-hmm. which we've we've gone over. We've gone over and then yeah. there's the isolation of leadership. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh my god, a peer. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> true. Please hang out with Please me. Hang Please hang out let's, with me. Let's talk. And <laughs> I don't want to drink alone anymore. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Like, I uh, get that. That actually made the most sense to me uh, of this yeah, entire yeah, episode. Yeah, granted.
0: Granted.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Ahab was kind of being a dick, not, I, no, I, not being like, I, I agree right, with that. right, let's have one. Yeah, probably just, just a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that because I kept expecting him to be like, OK, you know, and he's like, no, I'm on duty.
1: Yeah. And shut up a fucking shot he's man. such a square he's in this episode he is like, such a square like, he's usually like all right kill everything and destroy stuff and then yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out later make out with the hot chicks at the rent fair <laughs> and then with this with this one he's like let's spread earth morality humans are like that all
0: of them mm-hmm.
1: all of them are just like that oh i couldn't have a drink right now for i am on, on duty, duty. sir mm, yes. i take that kind of thing quite seriously mm, very, yes, very serious. seriously You know, get the fuck. Who? What Archer is this? Uh huh. Who is this? Yeah. So we find out
0: that the uh, that uh, cleaning the shitter Ryan is getting busted (laughs) down in rank, and that's what his punishment is for the endangering all of the lives on the ship, including children, who had no idea what the hell was going on and were perfectly incredibly terrified for the rest of their lives.
1: (laughs) Archer is like, hey, um, we can just like take him with us. You know, which is weird. Yeah, because he's not like which is very we, we'll weird. We'll bring him to Earth and he'll stand trial or something like that. Nothing like that. They're just like, yeah, yeah. he can just like come with us. I guess he'll just be on the show now. <laughs> what? Right. What is he talking about? Now. Yeah, uh, yeah. That makes less sense to me. Like that's that's well less thought out than what the other guy. Which he does say like, well. I need every hand I can get. I gotta have you know, yeah. I'll move up uh youth pastor, power ranger, writer guy, and he'll he'll be the new <laughs> first in command. And we're space boomers. The situation sucks and it's always gonna suck.
0: And we handle things on our own. And I'm saying I'm sitting there going, That's how you end up with a cult. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he taught and he talks about, you know, people that grew up in space feel like it belongs to them. And I'm like, mm, okay. Um, but he acknowledges that he has to get a faster ship in order to stay in business and stuff. And I'm like, and it's, this whole thing is a big allegory for pioneers, you know, and people who live out in the middle of nowhere and shit and things won't be the same. And I'm like, duh, of course they're not. They're never going to be the same. Everything changes all the time. Deal with it. Yeah. It's called entropy.
1: Yeah. But it's, well, it's the same discussion across anything that's getting automated. It's like, yeah, but this is what Exa- we do yeah, or true. or um, yeah. coal miners or something like that. Oh, you know, it's big like, time. But this Logging. is what we do. Yeah. This is our culture. This is what mm-hmm. my parents and grandparents did. My dad did. did
0: it. My grandparents did it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And it's like but yeah. it's miserable and it's horrible. And everything that you've described about this job is the worst thing. Like this is. Yeah. Fucking horrifying. Uh, yeah. and it—they're just like your lives could be actually better if you got rid of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you shouldn't have totally. to do this, um, mm-hmm. and so more of this getting automated so that the next generation doesn't have to do it and can do yeah. something uh, better. Better is mm-hmm. great. Like, and that's how yeah. things you know are supposed to work, in, in a sort of from the like a sort of like technocratic. Point of view, you know, others might yeah. disagree or whatever, but uh, yeah, we don't we don't uh, help people to phase out of these things. It's just like, no. well, um, the factory closed and you're on your own. Fuck you. No, yeah. it's just you're just fucked. Yeah. Um.
0: So yeah. So that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Did it trek? Hmm. Marginally, um, and I say marginally because it's an episode of the franchise Star Trek.
1: <laughs> well, that's at least like a given. Okay, oh, okay, okay. For this segment, but the because uh, we we so, kind of forgot about this segment, and I'm springing it on you. But I I, I yeah. liked it, and I wanted to bring it back. No, I do. Uh, but the idea is like because that's kind of been Enterprise's problem. Does it Trek? Does it have that spirit? that Star Trek has right. always embodied before, and I'd argue after, uh, this.
0: There is an episode of Star Trek that reminds me of this, but it's very much not the same. Um, there, Oh, God. Uh, Eventually. The Cloudminders. Um, it's a third season episode where... Kirk and Spock have to fight uh, to figure out what's going on because they need this particular mineral. They go to this planet where the mineral is abundant. And basically it's a 1% population who reaps all the benefit of a huge population that mines the mineral. Um, And so they end up kind of in the middle of a class war. Um, So that's about as close as I can get it.
1: Mm, Okay. And I, I got to say with this one, just overall, no.
0: No. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said, it, it has the Star Trek name, but that's about <laughs> it. You know, I mean.
1: Yeah, I'm going to just say no on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, it, it was better than the last episode. Yes. We've seen worse oh, episodes from Enterprise definitely. so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like there's some real, there's, there's always missed opportunities, like, I yes. feel like this one and Voyager just like
0: just miss so many times when they could have done so many cool things and so many like interesting uh, plot points and interesting character development. They just flop. They just let it sit there.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. Just whiff just mm-hmm. over and over and over again with, the, with those two series. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, you know, had a, a lot of those examples as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah i'm just gonna say no no, it just didn't they there's they tried with some world building and stuff um Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. i think
0: but it falls apart like we like we were discussing it just it just when you really sit back and look at it you're like wait a minute that's totally ridiculous why would that that's totally stupid
1: yeah i'm right there with you uh (laughs) let's see what else we got now band names please Please avoid using animal names in your name because it was cool in the eighties. It is not currently the eighties anymore.
0: Um I the only thing I came up
1: with was mystery meals. Mystery meals. Mm. <laughs> that sounds like a kid band.
0: Yeah. That, oh yeah, yeah. That sounds yeah. like middle school, like
1: yeah, you, know, you put together something and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Space Boomers was Space Boomers. Space Boomers was definitely mm. one. Space truckers. Yeah, yeah. It made me think of Space Truckers. I think that that would be pretty the good. The movie. There's a
0: movie? <laughs> there was a movie, yeah. Something. I don't remember if it was called Space Truckers, but... Um.
1: Dennis Hopper, Stephen Dor, and Debbie Mazar. Fire it up! Space Truckers uh boomer friends boomer friends i like a lot for like a like a snotty punk uh punk band i think would be pretty good yeah boomer friends yeah (laughs) Uh, you know i could see stickers you know not still none of these are as awesome as stakeout makeout uh where you have no agreed two muscly mustached cops making out and that's like the cover of the (laughs) seven inch that's i don't know if we're ever going to top that that's fucking fantastic no that's great uh, and then the last one was one I got from uh, f- from our recording today, which was Milk Toast and the Freighters. Yeah. I like that a lot. Milk Toast
0: and the Freighters.
1: <laughs> but uh, before they came up with the name for it, it was Untitled Boomer Story. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Which, oh my god! Yeah, that sounds like a song title more than anything to me. But uh, yeah, yeah. So that's all my band names. Nice. Space Boomers. I think out of those is my favorite. I don't know. What? What about you? I, I like Space Boomers. All right. So Space Boomers will be what we do not change motherfucker's name to, <laughs> because yes. we're not going to change the name. <laughs> that's what we have exactly. for this week. What about our, uh? So non-Trek recommendations because we do need things in our life. That yes, that do not have anything to do with it. Yes. Yes. Um I recommend the boys. Fuck yeah.
0: I mean that's some good shit and the second season has been kicking it so far. I've been really enjoying it so far.
1: I haven't finished the first season yet. Um Oh, it's, gr- okay, it's good great. though. I, I really like it. I wish I ri- they'd have titled it anything else. Um
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah, they titled it just just the uh the title of the cart of the uh, comic so
1: yeah which wasn't a good title that's not a good title for that like it's no it's not uh,
0: i also want to highly again recommend lovecraft country because that has been killing it every episode is better than the last it's so
1: fucking good I, i have heard so many great things oh my god it's blowing my mind my recommendation is floor is lava on netflix Awesome! This show is a blast. It's really goofy. The show is a athletic game show in the tradition of Double Dare and uh, you know that kind of thing, like the old Nickelodeon mm-hmm. stuff. And so you have these adults, well, like I guess like like um, early twenties to, to to whatever. These teams of three, and they have to get across a room. And the floor is lava. So it's like this, this bizarre sort of like, it'll be like a kitchen Mm -hmm. and it's this big room and everything is kind of oversized not everything, but a lot of stuff is like oversized. You know, there's like, um, like a table over here and like a big cutting board over here and an oven over Mm -hmm. there. And it's full of water, like up to the very edge of those things. And they dye the water red and have it, it's like, and they have just jets, like like crazy jacuzzi yeah. jets, like yeah. shooting the water up like it's bubbling lava. Nice. And so they have to get across the thing. Uh, from one end to the other and then if you win it's uh it's 10 grand not bad and it's 10 grand split three ways and then prize money taxes takes about 40 percent of that (laughs) so it's not like a crazy (laughs) amount of money so it's not like okay if we get this that's it like we can retire life is just like set if we do this and because the whole presentation of it is that it's kind of silly Uh, It makes it really work because if you kind of fall in the lava, that's it—you fell in the lava. So you have to be like, ah, and and then the other contestants are like, no, like they fell in lava. It's all everyone's kind of in on the joke. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's so it's it's lighthearted, and the announcer guy is this goofball, just but like likable, and the jokes are real corny, and it's just real fun. It's just a lighthearted. fun show
0: very very like uh double dare yeah yeah it's absolutely
1: it's double dare for adults it's uh it's 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 pretty good and so you'll have some teams that are just like uh yeah we're uh uh, just three uh dudes in the neighborhood or whatever and so you got like schlubby (laughs) middle-aged dads like trying to leap from a couch onto a thing and not fall (laughs) in the water when it's it's like bubbling and shooting up all over the place. and uh and then you know you'll have like uh, There's one I saw the other day. It was like these three ladies that knew each other from uh, like a workout and yoga classes and stuff. So they were like awesome, like, <laughs> you know, swinging on ropes across things and just nailing it. And so it's, it's good. It's just a nice. good spread of people. And uh, yeah, it's just a fun. It's just a silly. Cool. Yeah. Silly fun show.
0: And we, and we need we need silly fun right now. Yeah,
1: we do. You know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So next episode is um Cold Front. Um, it's a good one, as far as I remember. Cool. Um, and uh, it introduces one of my favorite characters, so I'm I'm down. I'm interested.
1: Awesome. Well, great. Yeah. Something to really look forward to. So
0: yeah, sounds good. I'll pick it apart and make you hate it. <laughs> 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 That's my job.
1: <sighs> so hailing frequencies are open, and we have been asked to signal boost Chimphaven. This is really cool.
0: Chimp Haven was founded in 1995 to meet the need for long-term chimpanzee care. In 2000, Congress passed the Chimpanzee Health Improvement Maintenance and Protection Act, Chimp, establishing a federal sanctuary system to provide lifetime care for chimpanzees retired from medical research. The federal government chose Chimp Haven to fill the role. In November 2015, the National Institutes of Health officially ended all research on chimpanzees. Over the past few years, Chimp Haven has welcomed hundreds of chimpanzees to Sanctuary. More than 300 chimps live at Sanctuary now, and there are still nearly 100 eligible chimps in research facilities awaiting a home
1: here. This is a really, really cool organization. Yeah. Their website is chimphaven.org. And on Twitter, they're Very at cool. Chimp Haven. Uh, So please check this out. It's really, really cool. Um, Yeah. uh, These poor guys, these
0: poor guys lived for you. Like literally, they were used for experimental research and stuff like that. I mean, they just lived their lives in shitty little cages and people, you know, people are alive today from some of the research that was created from using chimpanzees. So they deserve um, our care. Uh, as as they
1: retire and this facility does a pretty great job they're not a zoo uh it's not some uh private exhibit owned by some rich weirdo yeah. uh it's a Good. 501c3 jane goodall has been there and she liked it nice. uh, she thought they were doing a great job uh it's in keithville Good. louisiana so it's that's uh very much north louisiana just outside of shreveport Mm -hmm. and private donations are used to expand the facility so uh they need your donations over at chimphaven.org but also i mean you don't even have to just make a donation they've got stuff that they sell clothes accessories you can get like these prints Mm. of the chimps they've got a picture here of this one and he's just like this sweet little chip and he's (laughs) holding the i don't know what what that is some kind of fruit or something and yeah, it was great. They got clothes. Let me, I'm going to open up the clothes thing here yeah. on Chimphaven.org. Yeah, shirts that say, like, Chimp Life, Chimp Squad. <laughs> nice. They got kids' shirts that say, Let's Go Bananas. It's adorable. Hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and you can, like, and all of them are named. Like, you can look at each one of these guys, like Jeff Lebowski and Lady Bird and Ed and TJ. And you can, yeah, it's That's very, very cool.
1: Yeah, there's a great FAQ on the site. Uh, There's a donate button under About Us. Oh, there's a giant donate button at the top, actually, Mm -hmm. over at Chimphaven.org. So uh, check out Chimphaven.org. That is the signal that we are boosting on this episode. Very cool.
0: That makes me happy. Giant
1: thank you to listener Paul who sent that in. That's a good first one, too. Mm -hmm. It's a good thing to kick this off with. If you have a cause or a business or something with a signal that needs boosting... Email us. we are Star trek stuff at gmail dot com mm-hmm. and if you make us a donation, we can in turn boost that signal for you, for them, whatever you want to hear yeah, and it keeps and it keeps us from having to sell you mattresses and shit yes and hello and hello you know, fresh and, <laughs> yeah, and all all that shit, which mm. you know you know. Uh, one day we may eat literally eat those words but yeah. <laughs> we won't have to if you if you help yeah exactly donate so we are star trek stuff at gmail.com is our paypal mm-hmm. if you don't want to use paypal that's fine hey we'll work something out hit us up on the facebook group uh star trek stuff podcast mm-hmm. uh get at us on instagram but you're you're in charge of the answer what's the instagram
0: star trek stuff podcast <laughs> yeah
1: so hit us up on instagram uh, and uh, we'll get your signal boosted. Yeah. We'll tell people about your cool thing or someone mm-hmm. else's cool thing. And, yeah, do some, do some positive shit. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, with that, I guess we are out of here, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Live long and prosper. Black Lives Matter. I mean, the, what comes to mind is the fucking Reavers.
0: From Firefly, oh, you know. I yeah. mean, God only knows what could happen out there. You know, you get uh, one weird space sickness, one weird, you know, um, communicable disease that causes hallucinations, and fuck.
1: Yep, that's you know? it. So yeah, it just you're falls cutting dark. on yourself and like mm-hmm. destroying other ships and stuff like that. Yeah. I always wondered how the this is this is a tangent. I'm sure I'll cut. No, it. no, that's fine. How would the Reavers like work?
0: Yeah, they would eventually die off.
1: No, no, no. I mean, like the nuts and bolts of like, okay, we have to control the ship and go decide where to go and fly it and uh, eat food and maintain the ship. It's like every time you see them, they're just insane, like space zombies. Right, right, yeah. How do you operate a ship like that? Like they have a whole <laughs> Do they go to the society? bathroom
0: and flush and and yeah, yeah, no, I know. I I completely I get that. I'm cuz I thought about that too. I was like, how does that that doesn't kind of falls apart after a minute, you know? Cuz if yeah. it takes any time at all, which it obviously does, for them to get to the next whatever, you know, yeah, it they would need people to repair shit and stuff yeah yeah they would all kill each other Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. they would all completely murder each other and like the ship would fall apart and it wouldn't work at all